Greetings. Welcome to the Legacy Drawing Board, the podcast experience that encourages you to take a long, hard look at your legacy and to ask yourself, what is it saying and is that what I want to say? I'm your host, Ron Fong. Why does your legacy matter? It matters because you matter. Your legacy may be the only light for a person going through a long, dark period of life. Your legacy might be the only ray of hope for someone who has stopped believing in himself. Your legacy accomplishes this because it is comprised of your every thought, word, and deed. Legacy and leadership are so intimately intertwined that legacies can be defined by the presence or absence of leadership. If you don't consider yourself a leader, a diamond hard stop right there. Stop that immediately. Are you a parent? You're a leader. Are you a big brother or a sister? You're a leader. Are you in charge of your child's Little League snack shack? You're a leader. Are you a greeter for your house of worship? You're a leader. A leader edifies others through commitment and encouragement. That is the message. Is your legacy conveying that? What leadership is not? Leadership is not about promoting yourself. It's about elevating others. Leadership is not a title. So many times we think of the head of an organization in the org chart as the leader, but many times it's really the individual who's the heart of the organization that is the leader. The life of Moses provides rich, powerful leadership lessons. We look at Moses' life as chronicled in the book of Exodus. At the time of his birth, Pharaoh had decreed that all Hebrew males would be put to death. However, the midwives at Moses' birth heeded the word of God and decided to hide him. Subsequently, his mother built a wicker basket and floated him down the Nile. His sister at that time made sure that Moses arrived uh, to where Pharaoh's daughter was. We think about that in terms of leadership and your legacy. So many times we think of ourselves, our lives as being self-made, especially leaders or people who proclaim to be self-made. But so much of our lives, our legacies, and our leadership depends on the kindness of family, friends, and strangers. And that, so Pharaoh's, I'm sorry, Pharaoh's daughter adopted Moses and raised him in the house of Egypt. And he became a prince of Egypt. In fact, Moses was second only in command to Pharaoh. And at that time, Egypt was the most powerful nation on the face of the earth. So Moses had a very privileged, privileged lives because so many people made sacrifices for him up to that time. Then, in a moment of rage, Moses killed an Egyptian who was beating a Hebrew slave. Suddenly, he becomes a fugitive. So we look at his first part of his life. He went from orphan to prince to now fugitive. End of the first part of the trilogy. Now we move to the second part of the trilogy. And this is where the leadership lessons really start to germinate. Moses had to go from Egypt to Midian, which is roughly 300 miles. At that time, he had no title, no family, no friends. He had nothing. And he was in a literal desert moment. Many times we talk about our lives in terms of uh, periods of desert moments or seasons of desert. But Moses was going through an actual desert moment in which he actually had to think about what was going on. He had nothing left. In fact, he had reached rock bottom. And that's the thing about leadership and in terms of your persistence and your resiliency as a hallmark of your legacy. 
the lessons that you learn from hitting rock bottom are going to be so much richer from the lessons you learn when you finally reach the mountaintop. Will your legacy be defined by how resilient and how persistent you are when times are really tough? Moses gets to Midian and he uh, meets uh, Jethro's daughter. Who, Jethro is a Midian prince. He protects her from some bullies uh, when she was trying to tend to her flock. And now he has a mentor in Jethro. And that's the another thing about leadership lessons is are you looking out for mentors? Are you looking out for people who can guide you? Are you seeking the advice of others? And in part, will you also be a mentor? Is that you're going to pay it for it, pass it on as part of your legacy? What does Jethro provide for Moses? Well, he provides him, or he introduces him to his daughter, uh, Zebarah, who becomes his wife, and Moses becomes a father to two children. Jethro gives Moses a sense of purpose because he teaches him how to become a shepherd. And again, the less leadership lesson from that is that when you're a shepherd, you have to you have to tend to every every member every member of your flock. If there's one uh, member of your flock missing or under duress, you will stop everything and go ahead and protect that individual. So that is a, a very important leadership lesson that you leave no one behind. And again, the idea that he has a mentor, he has a friend, a confidant in Jethro. And the kindness of this initial stranger plays on the kindness that he got from the women in his life early on. Now we get to the conclusion of Moses' epic trilogy. He gets a call from God, a call to serve. And he asks Moses, go back to Egypt and deliver the people, your people, the Hebrews, out of slavery and into the promised land. And at first, Moses was reluctant to do that. But over the course of time, he comes to realize this is his calling. He does answer it, although reluctantly at first. But before he leaves to embark on this, he goes back to Jethro and tells him that he is going to take on a new responsibility. And that's what leadership is. It's about clear communications. It's about fulfilling your current responsibilities before taking other responsibilities. Moses, Moses answers the call to serve, and that is leadership. He and Aaron go to uh, the royal court of Pharaoh. And part of Moses' reluctance in terms of taking on or answering this call was that he was what the Bible says he was slow of tongue, which is meant to be that he was a stutterer. And God said to Moses, Moses, that's why I have Aaron to go with you, because Aaron is very eloquent. So many times we think about leadership that is someone who has to do everything by themselves. And that's simply not the case. Leadership recognizes the people around them, the talent around them, and is able to place those people to do what is best for the organization or for the group. And same thing when Moses was listening to all the, adjudicating all the cases for the Hebrews, he was just overwhelmed. And again, he went back to Jethro, who said, Moses, why are you doing this stuff? You're killing yourself trying to hear every case from the smallest case to the most uh, important cases. And Mo Jethro helped Moses set up basically our judicial system, what we call Mosaic Law, in which we have layers of courts in which you go up uh, in the levels of the court as the case becomes more serious or has more uh, significance. So again, the idea of the leader doesn't have to do everything, but does take responsibility in making sure that things do get done they rec recruit others, and by recruiting others, 
you give them a chance to grow in terms of their leadership. Okay, Moses now leads the Hebrews out of, uh, slave, uh, out of bondage of slavery in Egypt. He parts the Red Sea, and he goes now into the wilderness for 40 years. And during this time, the Hebrews are complaining left and right, and Moses is wondering what did he get himself into. But that's the thing about a leader, going back, is that he's, a, he's committed. He's going to see this through. And he does deliver them to the promised land. But the thing is, is that Moses himself is not allowed to cross in the promised land. And that's another aspect of leadership. So many times the leader will have to do something in which it will benefit others. But the leader themselves may not get that direct benefit. But that's okay because leadership is about serving others. And leadership is a gift that is entrusted to you by others. And part of your legacy then, or a large part of your legacy would be, how do you treat that gift? Do you grow that gift? Will your legacy be defined by the presence or absence of leadership? Thank you for taking your or sharing your time and listening to this episode. Please join me for the next episode, in which I will continue talking about leadership because I think it is so vital and so integral to your legacy. And we're going to go from the sublime of Moses to the near ridiculous of horseback riding. Until then, please take the time to care for your legacy, for we will all benefit from it. Thank you.